Welcome back to NAFAM, the podcast, and happy 2023. This is our first episode of the year. It is. You're right. Hopefully one of many. It's a good observation. That was, yeah, it's really in-depth there. Okay, okay. So last time we talked, we we discussed our goals. Um, we both said we don't do New Year's resolutions. Uh, those tend to be, I think, fads and go away with time. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit more about that, but I'm going to start it out with a little a question for you. Except we woke up today doing the mo- most basic New Year's resolution things. Yeah, which we didn't really talk about. You just kind of had this uh, little routine you wanted to establish. Um, maybe not routine. Wait, am but, I going to establish it? Well, I don't know. I it sure seemed like it was you had this this thing planned. No, I just for. I just said I just decided that I need to start um, trying to do those meditations, doing more uh, meditations more frequently. So I said we're doing one right now. So we did one yeah. together. So we started we out with uh, yeah some coffee. A little uh, morning meditation, and then a walk out to the lake in the cemetery by us. Mm-hmm. Visit to Dr. Wells. Yes, channeling the past So we move into the future. Mm-hmm. So I had a question for you, and it's just a really jumping off point, but something that I was thinking about that I want to do better at this year. Um, but what is your relationship with working out and exercise? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's well, that's a wow. My mind's blowing right now. Oh yeah, so <laughs> deep. So no, so it deep. is because I just had this conversation with the, our friend Mike. Um, was it with him? I don't. I feel like I have this conversation a lot with people um, because I do what I do for a living. This topic pops up, but um, yeah, I actually was talking about this with our friend Mike on New Year's Eve because as we age and get older. We can do less physically, and that's a whole realization. But historically, I think, and especially when we're younger, my relationship with exercise has been: I need to, I need to like, what's I, I need to abuse myself. I need to be terrible to my body. It's a very shaming relationship. It's like work harder, do harder. You know, if you're not beating the shit out of yourself, it's not a good workout. And now I have a very different approach. Now my relationship, well, at least I, at least I keep trying to remind myself that my relationship is that exercise is meant to take care of your body, not ruin your body. That it's a nourish, like it's an opportunity for strengthening and nourishing. Does that answer your question? That does answer my question. And I was thinking, I've been thinking about this for the past week because we got the workout bench in the basement. Mm -hmm. We've been going down there. I've been going down there with the kids a couple times and we've done some bench pressing, um, you know, kettlebell swings, some little things like that. And I said, I I told them they seem to be enjoying it right now. And I said, hey, I'd like to at least twice a week kind of get in a routine where we have a schedule and we do this together. Because first of all, I think it's, they already are active um, outside of this, but I'm not so much. And I was thinking about in, in... you're right. On New Year's Eve, we talked about a little bit uh, about what that looks like and exercising and stuff. And I, in the past, in 2014, I ran a marathon and I did not train appropriately for it. I finished, um, but was disappointed in myself for not putting the effort in to do what I needed to do to actually mm-hmm. 
complete it the way I would have liked to complete it. Why didn't you put the effort in? That's my relationship with exercise. What do you mean? So there was a, a time for a couple years where I was doing CrossFit and I got into it and I was really pushing myself, you know, two, three times a week going and working out hard. But for me, that's never been, exercise has never been something that's totally sustainable. So I, for you, the, the reason I asked you the question initially was you're very disciplined around exercise. It means something different for you. And it, you know, you talked about punishing your body, but it's for you, it's like that routine and that I have to do this. And for me, it's like, well, I want to, I want to do this. I want to maybe, I want to challenge myself because I'm going to do this race. I'm going to push myself harder. Oh, well, can I back up a little bit too? Yeah. Now you bring up. Um, I was, I guess I, I do want to add too that I never in my life have been an athletic person at all. And, um, I wasn't, I, I think I would like work out. I would do workouts, you know, as a t- I never, I was always, I was not a thin, a very thin child or teenager. Um, so, you know, I would like try to do, went through, go through all the things that adolescent girls go through and young and do some exercises, in hopes of you know losing weight or whatever and that was never that never I never also never really experienced the results from exercise that um, I had wanted to and then um, in my early 30s one of my brothers started running and I was like every all of a sudden everybody around me started running and doing 5ks and I was like this is ridiculous what is going on what's wrong with you people I was getting (laughs) I starting to get very annoyed with it and I would make fun of them and then um I had, I don't actually, I had like a little bit of a health scare and um, I all of a sudden decided that I needed to take care of my body perfectly and eat perfectly. So that lasted, you know, I got pretty, I got pretty excited about that for a few months. But what resulted from that is I started going to the gym and I got a membership and I, I got on the treadmill in a real, a real way for the first time ever. And I experienced to... I'm sorry, let me back up. I feel like I have to edit this out now. But I started I started running and I was doing it to music and it became this amazing experience where um, it was just euphoric and I fell in love with running. And I actually, so when you say I got disciplined, I actually got addicted to it, I would argue. Okay. It got a point where I was like, if I don't do it, I'm going to be a rageful bitch all day long. Like it's just, it, it became excessive and not that's gone away so that's good now it's just it's like i have a different relationship with it but so i don't know i guess i don't want to necessarily say that i've been real disciplined in that way either i think i became addicted to it but i did finally get the results that one can get when you exercise your body (laughs) things things change for me i mean i'm never going to be a fast runner I'm never, I've accepted that I'm just not ever going to be an athletic person in that way. And that's okay. But I learned to push myself and it became a real journey for me, um, kind of spiritually actually, when I started, when I took up running. So you say addicted and I would, I guess I question to me to go downstairs and get on that treadmill Mm -hmm. is like the worst experience in the world. Are you you truly, were you truly addicted to that or was it? And so maybe it is addiction versus discipline. In uh, maybe that way, I but... shouldn't use the word addiction, but I was chasing a high. Okay. I mean, it's like there's a thing that's going to happen. And I know it's going to happen, and and sometimes you get it, and sometimes you don't. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's it, it became excessive where it was just almost like an OCD thing too, where it's like obsessing over how much I'm running if I'm getting my miles in. So there was a little bit of that too. Yeah, and I love the 
the chase. I love the pursuit of that. I love the races, you know, not competitively, but just for fun, just for my own, you know, uh, sense of accomplishment. We talked about that the other day, uh, so I won't rehash all of that. But the practice part of it, especially when I did a, a full marathon, it was like, you know, training for a 5K and or a 10K, you know, even a half marathon, it's a lot of work. Going the distance and putting in those extra miles to you know, I got to I have to set aside two hours or three hours to train for this. You also didn't, you know, what though, this, what's obnoxious about you and annoys me is that you didn't need to. Like, that's that is what's so funny about this. I actually have to train my body and do these things to prepare myself to get to a certain level. Because I remember you ran the marathon when we first started dating. And yeah, before we were married. Yeah, I mean, we were. Weren't we just we, we had we been together for about dating. eight months? Yeah, I think. yeah. Well, it was in May. Yep. And we had been together since in September. In September. So, because you ran the uh, Bay Shore, I ran the half. No, I don't think I only did the ten k that day. I think I was just dealing with so many I injuries. Think you, at I that think you. I think you did a ten k. That sounds right. But you, um, yeah, I did. You you were training for that, and it cracked me up because you would like. I'm just going to go ahead and do you, you you'd go weeks with nothing. You're like I'm gonna, I got to do a 10-mile run today and you just go do a 10-mile run. And then weeks would go by again. I think you and then you did you did a 14-mile. Uh, and than then that, I think but... you and then I think you worked yourself up to a you finally were like out of nowhere you just did a 20. Is that what you did? I think I think I maxed out at <laughs> I want to say 16. Oh, 16. Okay. I never got where I should have been. And, and then, I didn't do it enough times to so that But okay. then you did this marathon and we were just talking about this. You did it in four hours and something which is impressive and and you walked you said for the last six miles so like what the hell dude that was yeah that was the most i mean i seriously thought i'm like i'm gonna have to go to the hospital after this my legs my calves cramped up completely i had to stretch them out and you know what did you learn from that experience that going through life and winging it and feeling like you're prepared and can take on anything isn't always the case (gasps) But that's what you do. Oh I, my God, you wing everything. So that's what I'm saying. That's that's <laughs> that's the difference between me and you. Is I'm like, yeah, I'll give that a shot. I'll, I, yeah, I can do that. And as especially as you get older, it's more noticeable. I mean, that, you're that way. You're that way academically. It's like, uh, I mean, you have a kid like you have a kid that does the same thing. It's like I'll show up on the last day, ace the fucking test, and walk out of here with a B. Like, I mean. <laughs> Not turn in any assignments. No, that's not. I that's was a gross exaggeration, <laughs> but that's you. That's how you roll. That that is how I roll, and yeah, it catches up to you sometimes. And it's, I think that's the thing is, I've been able to do that in so many different parts of my life that I have to say that this, like, this is kind of pathetic in a way, but our relationship is. I don't want to say one of the first times, but it's. The biggest area that, like, no, I have to show up every day. You do. I this do. is a great epiphany. I fucking keep you in so many checks so that I make sure yeah. that you do. I mean, not consciously. No, but, but it's like bouncing off wall to wall in the hallway <laughs> as opposed to having just this big open gymnasium where I'm just wandering around doing whatever I want to do. It, it is. It's like, oh, sh- yeah, no, I can't do that. No, nope, I got to. Yeah, you're right. It takes you. I've observed that it takes you a lot, I think to you have to intentionally check in emotionally all the time like i I see the effort that that requires for you and when you get aloof and kind of wander away 
I notice that I get really agitated and I start to get really irritable. And then we'll, that's where that's when we start to bicker. Right. And then I, my initial response is maybe a little bit of defensiveness because it feels like, oh, you're, you're pulling me back into this thing that's a little bit uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just, you know, and again, I, I told you, I'm like, well, I'm going to ask you a question to start this out. I didn't tell you what the question was. Yeah. But it really, it, as much as it, I was curious about your answer to the question, it, it, was, it was a bigger yeah. part of our daily lives and our journey. And, and at the same time, that one topic, and I think about, I'm going to go back to that for a second with the kids working out like we talked about, uh, Nathan and Christopher especially, they both do sports in high school, football, uh, track, mm-hmm. cross country, mm-hmm. and they both do all of the other outside workouts. So go to the weight room, mm-hmm. even though it's not required, do mm-hmm. winter running, you know, mm-hmm. all this other stuff that they do on top of what the actual required is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't. When we were in high school, I don't okay, think that okay, was a well, thing. I, that, well, first so of all, it's interesting because you're lumping those two together, and those two are actually approaching this very differently. One is going above and beyond, and one is not. I, so I, I know, like, I know, but <laughs> we're pushing one to go and do a little bit more. Um, well, okay, so can I just interrupt you yeah. really quick? Because I just had a before I forget. You're right. This is the our relationship with exercise, and 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 this is reflective of our relationship with ourselves, probably or. With like, because when I just because you just Jason, you were like, yeah, I asked you, but I had this bigger theme in mind of the way I work out as the way I approach life. Same because I, I mean, I'm learning. This is the transition I'm making, and I even said it. I used to approach workout of beat myself down, and now I'm approaching it of build yourself up. And so I have been beating my own ass my whole life. I have, I mean, as critical as I am of other people. I'm probably a hundred times at least more critical on myself. Like that is definitely something that I have a personality type for of sort of um, criticism and self doubt and shame. So yeah, that transition is occurring. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Just, okay. No, for sure. And that's a hundred percent you. And I don't think a lot of people see that. I think that um, people that you know see you as critical. I don't think they understand and recognize how critical you actually are of yourself every day. I mean, you, you are questioning yourself constantly and why did I say that? Why did I do that? And, and yet in your head, I think you know that what you did wasn't wrong, but it's still, you, you have a lot of shame around that. Is that I, is yeah, it guilt? No, is I, it shame? Is yeah, it whatever? Yeah, maybe. And I did, well, I think it just rooted in this idea that I have really high expectations for myself and others. Like I just have very high expectations mm-hmm. and Maybe like not in other like I'm not a, I was never a perfectionist academically, so it doesn't play out there. But just maybe around character, um, there's high expectations yes. there. Yeah, that's the big one for you for mm-hmm. sure is character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you know, going back talking a little bit more about our goals for this year, and I said yeah, I want to be more present. You said you want to be more present, and I said yeah, for me, I want to do the same, and it looks the same. That was in a prior uh, podcast that we did last Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but on top of that, I I want to focus a little bit more this year on discipline. For you? For me. And mm-hmm. sticking with things, following through. And so, you know, that, that being present in that... What's that going to look like? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. But I I know myself well enough to know, like, like I said, the workout bench downstairs. Maybe this is a dumb example. But if I leave it up to just myself, I'll go down there you know, two, three times a week for the first three weeks, just, just like 
people make New Year's resolutions, yeah. and it's like that. Could it be for more than like three minutes, maybe? Oh, I don't know about that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe five minutes. What about um, are you, you going to resurrect Active J Seven Eight? Maybe, maybe that's where it all. <laughs> Do you want to tell everybody about Active J Seven Eight? <laughs> that was my what you, uh, nickname on. It was your Match dot com? My Match dot com handle. Yeah, okay, handle. Active so J Active J Seventy Eight, and, and I think it's funny because for me it was like I was active. I was doing different races and things like that. But then I met you, and you were like, again disciplined, oh, addicted, yeah. whatever it oh, was, yeah. you're like, I've got to get on the treadmill. I've got to go do yes. this. And I'm like, uh, so, let's go hang out. Let's go do this. And it yeah. was like, as soon as I had something other than working <laughs> out to focus on, I was ready to go do that and, and yeah, you, totally lose I that focus. I never got to know Active J78. No, and you always gave me shit for it, which you should have because it's like, you're like, I thought you were active and like you worked out and did all this stuff. I'm like, I like to, but yeah, no, now I'm just... Uh, I found something yeah, else. Yeah, mine was more about more discipline and yours was just more about, oh, let's go do this adventure. I mean, I've done, <laughs> I I have done some incredible, uh, for me, incredible races, had some incredible experiences. These, um, oh, what do you call them? Adventure races that we did where you've got a compass and you go out in the woods and you mountain bike and you kayak and you run, I, I, you know. Yeah, I can see that because it requires some problem solving, which you love. That's your space. Yeah, and you have a partner when you that you're doing it with. And so. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So then, if you have you ever done a race then, whether it was the marathon, maybe it was the marathon because it was so terrible for you, I don't know. Any part along that race or in any other race where you cat done, you're like, holy shit, I did that. I accomplished something that I didn't know I was capable of doing. Um, that's no interesting. Abs- I mean, I feel like that's what everybody else is feeling. Abs- absolutely. <laughs> I think that that's the problem with it, though, is because there's definitely a sense of accomplishment finishing the marathon, but then also being disappointed in myself because I'm like, damn it, I didn't put the effort in that I should have put in because if I had those last six miles, I could have continued to run them. I would have had a time I felt proud of. Okay. Okay. And so, and you know, I would say the same thing. Um, I don't know, remember how many adventure races we did. I did them with my brother-in-law at the time, Ken, mm-hmm. and we did at least two or three of them. And I remember one we finished it was rough. It was in, I don't know, anyway, Oakland County someplace. And we literally missed the cutoff. I think it was by a minute on a seven-hour race. So and did you? Okay. It was like we we completed it, so it felt good. But also at the same time, it's, yeah, I, I guess so I'm So what is like, that feeling for you? That's what I'm curious about. Like, what, do you ever tap into that feeling of like, I did that. Like, I am like a warrior. Like, <laughs> you know, does that, does that ever, have you ever experienced that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I, I The one. What the, was it? Tell me what it was. The one time I really felt good about it was, remember when they had Warrior Dash, little 5K obstacle races, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I had done a couple of those. And the second one we did in Michigan, I don't remember what my time was, but there was like 10,000 people that did it. And I, f- yeah. I feel like I, I finished, I don't know if the, maybe it wasn't the top 100, but it was, it was pretty good. And I, booked through the course so did you I like busted okay. my ass did and you it like felt, the fact that you were in the top 100 or did you like the fact that you did things that you didn't know you could because I this feel, is an interesting that's an interesting um i feel like there's a difference between those two things so i'm really curious about where you were with that so for that i i think actually for for me in that it was the way that i the way that i finished it i felt like i felt like i conquered it I felt like I conquered the obstacles. I felt like I was prepared for it. Um, 
so I hear what you're saying. And I think it wasn't about being in the top 100. I just felt good at the way I went through the course. Okay, I felt like I was fair. physically prepared okay. for everything that it had to offer. I what with the first one I did was with a friend in Ohio, and we're like, yeah, we're gonna go do this thing, and it kicked our ass. So that okay, I, and I guess I was asking because um, I've never done one of those, nor do I care to do one of those because for me it's like no, it's got to be running. It's got to keep. It's always got to be running, and I can compare myself against each race. And, right. And to me, there's just a rhythm that occurs with their with running. Um, so that's why I asked, like, did it have to do with how well you placed? Because because I can't imagine a, a situation where you're doing so many of those where you're comparing your time to no, other, I, to previous ones. Every course is so, so you're different. not really racing against yourself. You're racing against everybody else. Kind of because every course is so different. The first one we did in Ohio was awful. Mm-hmm. And it was it took I mean, we were. It went down there with a friend, spent the night. We're like, we're going to go do this race and we're going to go out, you know, go have a couple of drinks at night, go mm-hmm. back to the hotel. Okay. We got back to the hotel and we're like, we're going to sleep. It just took everything out of us. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like after that, like, oh, I'm not nearly as in shape as I thought I was at the time. Mm-hmm. And so we've done a couple uh, Tough Mudder races. You and- also have like... I just want to point this out is that and I've noticed about the genetic gene pool that you come from you could never work out a day in your life and there is this tone and definition and cut to the bodies everybody has muscle in your family and it's like that's great just recognize that you didn't work for it okay <laughs> so that so that is part of that is part of I guess this whole thing is and there's there's one thing and it's because we're all pretty skinny so it shows. Oh, there's muscle there. I don't. If I get skinny, I don't. You don't see muscle. You see bones. <laughs> anyway, I think it's yeah. It's that combination of putting the effort in, showing up, conquering it. And mm-hmm. when you talked about you know doing regular races, just running races, I think adding the extra element with the obstacles, like I got to climb, I have to climb this, I have to do this, I have to, you know. Yeah, you get so bored with running, and I'm like, nope, I just want to keep like running's right. Let's stay right here. <laughs> if, if I'm if I am in the right mindset, I love running. And there's been times where I've done it, and I, I felt like I've gone out, and it it just I could go forever. Yeah. But you're right. More often than not, it's kind of like this is a bit of a chore. To me, running is such an encountering relationship with God, and and I ha- and it's music. I mean, I got It's like. I, I'm not a coordinated person whatsoever, and but I, I and I love to dance, but I can only really well. I'm in this age, I'll do it in crowds, but I didn't spend m- much of my life doing it in public. That's probably a good thing. And even I've if seen I, you dance. it's really bad, <laughs> but it's also I get frustrated when I dance because I cannot find the rhythm. It's like my body cannot do what my mind wants it to do or what my soul wants it to do to this music. But yeah. when I'm running, there's nothing to do. You just run with the music and it's just this amazing experience that I can't put into words. I love it so much. That I and I don't know how like my brother, he will run with no music. He'll run a marathon with no music. Yeah, I'm I like, what the <laughs> hell? I don't talk about disciplined. <laughs> Absolutely. My my brother is very disciplined. <laughs> he's very dis- well. He's got his training plan, and he sticks to that yes, training plan. And yeah. it doesn't matter if it's pouring rain out or whatever. I mean, for the most part, he's going to stick to that training yeah. plan. And for me, I'd be like, "Yeah, it's raining. I'm not going to go outside." He's like, "Well, then I'm either going to go outside and just do it no matter what, or I'm going to go to the gym and get on a treadmill, and I'm going to uh-huh. still do the exact same yeah. run I was going to do." Yeah, yeah. I just, I just can't do that. <laughs> but that sounds like you want to work toward it. I want to work towards some consistency, and I think I think the biggest reason for me is as I get older. Here, you said it earlier. It's like I just want to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. I don't need to become, you know, 
super buff and yeah. strong and mm-hmm. all of that at this point. Like I, I've given up on that a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. But, you know, the other piece of it, since we got a pool. Yeah. And it's like going out there. <laughs> oh, so you and, do want uh, to be buff and sexy. I want, I, Who are you uh, wanting to be sexy for, Jim? You. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Okay. And me. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm vain. <laughs> Whatever. No, that's, you know, and that is, that's true for me too, because about the care, because I've noticed too, that not, not only do I not obsess about how long I've been on the treadmill or ran outside, got, okay, I keep my body just, I'm so prone to injury now. I can't do any of that, but, um, I've allowed myself to, therefore allowed myself to put more variety in my workouts. Cause again, it's just about caring for my body where before it was about, I gotta, I gotta increase my pace. I have to do this. I, you know, and it was just very, it was very, um, harsh. I was very harsh on myself all the time. And now it's just, now it's just like, how about you just do what your body is capable of doing? So I actually, over the last few weeks have decided I'm going to take a different approach to running again because I have been craving for maybe for the last five years or so. I have not. My relationship with running has been a very sad one because I have been so prone to injury and I just can't do what I used to do. But it's like every time I go out there, I have this expectation that I need to do what I used to do. And a few weeks ago, I was just decided, you know, when I first started running, my pace was pathetically slow, but that didn't matter because I just let myself do that. And then I incrementally increased from there. And it was, it was just the time spent with each new workout. I I didn't have any expectations. I was just like, wow, I just did that. That was amazing. This feels good. And I could go for another 10 minutes or I'm going to cut it off here or whatever. So I've the last, like a, t- a couple weeks ago, I was actually just telling you about this. I just like, I think I'm going to do that again. I think I'm just going to go at the pace that feels good for my body, not at what I think I should be doing. Yeah. And it just, it's been a game changer. So two things I want to add on to that, but I want to go back to the, when I said that about the pool, it's, it's not about, <laughs> it's not about being cut and all that. It's about spending that time. Mm-hmm. You notice yourself more. You notice, I notice that I'm a thin guy and I starting to get a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a gut and oh some other things. I don't care what you say. Our I, bodies are changing shape is what's yes, happening. Yes, they are changing shape. And so, I mean, our shoulders are going inward. Right. Our rib cages are squaring out. It's like, <laughs> what's happening? That's that's my that's my point to that is when you spend that much time out there and you're like, you how you can't help but notice it where before it would have, uh-huh. like, okay, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. And then going back to your point, I think that is the cool thing about whether it's working out or running, that physical activity. But when you let that go, and that that I've got to achieve this, I have to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's periods of time where you plateau, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, this is just where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And then as long as you're consistent and you keep doing it mm-hmm. and keep working toward it, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you can go out there the next time and you you're having a good day and you feel good about it, and you might knock thirty seconds off or a minute off on that five k yeah. time. Yeah. So I think that's the cool. I don't know the cool thing about it, but it's. If you're consistent in what you do, you don't have to push it every single time. Yeah, you'll eventually, you'll, yeah, you'll eventually, you'll see some incremental um, over time improvement and in trending in that direction. Whereas before, it's like if the if I if I don't do better every time, something's wrong with me. Exactly. Now it's like it doesn't matter. Yeah. No, that, <laughs> it doesn't exactly, matter. exactly. I still have yet to run a marathon. I don't think I ever will. I'm something my brother has just like been hounding me to do for years. I've done two half marathons and I'm just been kind of like, 
you know, that's that feels right for me. I don't know that a full marathon. I would. I don't see any reason why I want to do it, honestly. And I've only done one, and I can tell you that the marathon experience versus the half marathon experience is totally different. Why? From the amount of effort. I think. I let me step back. I think it for me. I think your body. I don't care how much you train. I mean, there's people that can do ultra marathons and, you know, that actually train all the time and it's what they do. But for somebody like you and me, that's going to prepare for this thing. Our bodies are going to hit that wall anyway. And I Mm -hmm. think doing the half, it's a lot, the chance of you hitting that wall, if you work out consistently and you run consistently and stuff is not as great. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, I mean, it's half the distance. And I think at some point your body just naturally, your muscles and everything else, unless you are in that, you know, elite. Yeah. Category. Yeah. Which I'm not. I mean, you, you can my do DNA, it, but... I have the thing, I have my ancestry.com, you know, they send you those traits and they right. update them. And I do not have the sprint, quote, sprinter gene, which is really just says whether or not you're an athletic person. And only 20% of the population lacks that gene. So, you know what? I should not ever <laughs> try to run a marathon. <laughs> I just, I mean, for me, it was a miserable experience. I want to do it again and talk to the boys especially and told yeah. them that I think we should do one yeah. next year. Maybe half um, for some of us. But yeah, no, I don't. And it's there's a. I really like the Capital City one in Lansing. I think it's a nice course. You don't have to travel far to go to it. I think it's. I think we should try that one. It's in September. It's a nice time of year. So we should maybe look into that one. I actually wanted to do a half this year. And then I got I got sick, so I we got my train. I was I was just like, eh, I went six yeah. weeks with nothing. And you didn't train, and therefore <laughs> I didn't train. I know. Why is that? What's up with that, dude? That's what I'm saying. I so don't. For have... somebody who is, has this fear of being controlled, you sure do let yourself be <laughs> controlled. <laughs> it's that I don't have the discipline for it, and again, I need to work on that, and I'm going to need to push myself in many different areas, but. Yeah, I need to. I need to. I need to be more disciplined in general. Yeah, yeah. That is. I mean, well, it's funny because not that it even matters, but that's something that's always frustrated me about you. Because when I've lacked motivation, sometimes I'm like, why can't you just ever initiate things so I don't feel like you know? <laughs> I know, and I'm like, oh, if we get a break, we're not. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. We're gonna. I'm gonna get out of doing that, which is really dumb because it's. Yeah, it's for me too. It's like yes. Why would I? Yeah, have that attitude. I don't know. Oh, that the just like of doing eating that. healthy. Like, could you? If you ever, I've gotten on you with this in time too. I'm like, you eat like a twelve year old. Like, what? When are you going to invest in your own body? <laughs> like, the only time you eat healthy is if I make you something healthy, and I. We eat out a lot, but like what I do is I juice or I do smoothies or, you know, I'll get a lot of snacky things. Like I spend the first half of my day alone away from you, and that's when I probably do prepare a lot of healthy things for myself. And I just sometimes I think like, why don't you do that for yourself? It's like if I make extra, then you'll have it, but you don't just do it yourself. (laughs) Yeah, so we, I don't remember when it was last year, but we signed up. You decided we need to eat healthier, so we signed up for HelloFresh. And yeah. we've been doing that weekly since whenever. And, and, and it is for me part of it. Which is not like super healthy. It's just it forces us to I'm, prepare a well-balanced meal. And pre- all the ingredients are there. Yeah, so it's I perfect. Mean, it's pretty healthy. Yeah. Nah. Relatively speaking. I mean, you get fresh vegetables and stuff. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. it's the healthiest thing. but It's I'm just much saying, better than what we were doing. It is It is it's a balanced like, meal. Yeah. And And you know, as well as I do, we get three meals a week that feed two of us. Yes. And so... You get them on two. We get them on Tuesdays. 
And then basically we get, you know, the next Tuesday we're going to get our shipment. And there's a lot of times we get to Sunday or Monday and we haven't made one yet because we had a busy week. And for me, it's about we spent the money on these meals. Yes. So I'm going to make three yes. meals at once. Yes, which is and, awesome. Yeah, for you, Works it's awesome. Works so awesome in my favor. <laughs> but it's like it's not about the discipline of eating healthy and everything else. I'm going to make this meal. And it's gonna be this. No, it's, like, it's about you not oh, wanting to. We spent the money. I'm not yes. going to waste this. Yes. And, but I have been taking those, whatever's left over for lunch the next day. I mean, I rarely eat out anymore where I was eating fast food probably three times a week uh-huh. before. Which That's is gross. Disgusting. And now when I eat it, it, it is. It's like, ugh. But. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'll be curious. Well, you got back into juicing again. I did. I started doing that because we got a juicer during the pandemic, which was awesome. Um, because I got really into those suja juices. Mm-hmm. Those are. The cold pressed. Yeah. And then um, the pandemic hit and like everything shut down. And there's like the whole grocery shopping situation was a huge pain in the ass. So those juices, you got to go get them every few days. Um, and they're incredibly expensive. And they're really expensive. So we got we got a juicer and we were we had a lot of fun with that. And then once everything kind of opened back up again, I like got back into the convenience of just going <laughs> and buying my juices again because the juicer as much as prep goes into like cutting up those vegetables and and you just it juices and that's great and you drink it but then you got to clean the thing and it takes I know. it's such a pain in the ass so and we've got a nice one too so yes. it's like yeah I don't want to say top of the line but I mean it's a yeah. it's a nice juicer and yes. it, no matter what it's just a pain in the it ass is. To but I have a system clean. now now so anyways I did go back because I had some health thing concerns this last August and um I was just like you know what I'm gonna work on my immune system like I'm just really gonna go at this. And so I had, so I've been really consistent about juicing and doing some really good smoothies every day. Um, I bought a book, a new book on juices, and I really, I found one that I liked, and I've only been doing that one every time because it's an which anti, is a good one. It's an anti-inflammatory one, and yeah. yeah, it is really good. I like it. So I've been really, you know, I, I have to go to the grocery store like every two to three days to get all this produce. Um, and I got this routine down now when I clean it, I just like do it like right away and it's goes fairly quickly the machine when I'm done juicing. So it doesn't feel like a pain in the ass anymore. And actually I feel like I'm getting much more, um, I'm getting healthier juices than I was when I was just buying them at the store. And I think it's probably cheaper too. I mean, I know it's cheaper. Uh, Yeah. I was wondering about that actually, how much we really save with the amount of produce that goes into one drink. You know, mm-hmm. we've got probably yeah. 10 years before we pay that juicer off. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, though. One of the, I mean, some of those juices, they're like eight bucks for eight ounces. So. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So, okay. Well, that yep. was a boring t- topic. but So, yeah, I do feel like um, we're both a little more invested in health right now. And I hope that that hangs out. You... Um, I, it has been cute that you have did. I have noticed that you've been very adamant about getting down there with the kids and doing a workout, which it's a new shiny toy and you spent money on it. So you want to get your use out of it. That's how you. <laughs> yeah. You know, what? it's funny because I, I, but I've, even when we were doing CrossFit, we barely bench pressed at the gym. Mm-hmm. And the only other time before that I've, I've bench pressed was when I was at Michigan State, went to the gym like twice mm-hmm. with a friend. And then I was like, ah, I'm not going to do this anymore. I suck at this. I don't know what I'm doing. But there's there's something about bench pressing that to me is like, well, I want to push myself and I want to do okay. more, um, which is not much. <laughs> it's not saying much at all with where I'm at right now. But when the 
the boys and even Katie will come down and you can just tell like they they're having fun with it right now. And so it's I like joining in on that and being part of that with them. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I think that I was kind of surprised by that, too, that they've really taken a lot of initiative on their own and gone down and done it. So um, it was a good gift idea. Good job, bro. I know. Surprise, (laughs) surprise. Yeah. All right. So what's next? Well, I think I just think that overall, you know, not even just exercise for taking care of your body, but you know, what you put into your body is really important, especially as we age, we're less resilient and we need, our body needs these nutrients more than ever. So I think that as you think about discipline, maybe think about disciplining yourself to putting really good fuel into your body. And then... Kind of like the meal I made last night and then we had to order Little Caesars because you wanted crazy bread. Oh, okay. Well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I'm also putting the nutrients in my body. And also, I don't do that all the time. I'm ki- but I'm yeah, kidding. no, I'm, I'm not, I'm definitely going to cheat and splurge. But if <laughs> you don't balance it with putting good nutrients right. in, like that, you're just, that's gross. I mean, I spent my whole life eating like shit. Nobody, when I grew up, healthy eating was not something that was disciplined oh, into our heads. Right. I mean, especially it, was, especially it was the 90s. Like, I mean, I ate Chef Boyardee like every fucking day. I don't, when I was pregnant with Christopher, I ate Chef Boyardee every day because I like, I reverted back to my childhood. Which is Bologna and cheese sandwiches, Chef Boyardee, Gino's pizza rolls. Like that poor kid is made of so many preservatives. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, doing that and just even today, um, it was, we, you know, a couple of winters ago, we started taking walks more outside, even in the winter and just getting out there with nature. Our bodies need nature. I don't know what happens when you're out there, but something happens and you can feel it. So like this morning, going on that walk out, just, I love to go see what the lake is doing that day. You know, what are the waves like? What's the stillness like? What is the wildlife doing? It just, we're picking up on nature and like there's something that happens there. So checking in with it is important. Every- yeah, there's an energy there mm-hmm. that is, mm-hmm. you just feel it. Mm-hmm. And part of it's the fresh air, but it's it's also just, there's something about mm-hmm. it. We are not above nature. We are part of nature and we can't forget that. So I we got to put our bodies out there on a routine basis. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think you couple that, you know, the activity, feeling that energy, you know, that morning meditation that we did, taking mm-hmm. care of ourselves in that way. We'll do uh, Peloton yoga every once in a while. Again, not as consistent as we should be, should be with that. Mm-hmm. But even just slowing down and doing mm-hmm. those type of mental slash physical type activities, yeah. there's there's something about that. I can tell the difference. Like if I eat shitty, if I go and eat fast food, I feel awful. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel Me it too. instantly. And it's like, oh, why did I do that? You know, instantly regret that yeah so there is something and i don't know if it's like getting older why that makes such a difference but yeah okay or if it's are just, we gonna have a podcast where i don't bring up astrology do you think no i'm just laughing because we're talking about food now and just popped in my head so i just want to bring it up again <laughs> we remember the other day when we were found, ran across this one of the apps i have related to natal charts um it was talking about like the physical environments that are that we respectively feel better in and like how we like the way we need to eat and yours was you need to eat in solitude like you can't have um things going on around you because you need to be able to slow down and just be about the food 
And then mine just basically said, I have to eat one ingredient at a time. That yeah, it was I, the weirdest thing ever. But I think it was accurate for both. <laughs> I was like, that's that's so, that's true. Like I have always been very simple in my foods and people try to introduce exotic things to me. I'm like, oh no, gross. Like I just, just anything with, with tomatoes, give it to me. <laughs> but don't put too many spices in there or so... I just thought that was really interesting. I've I've always liked really bland, simple food. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, that's that's wow. And then yours, I feel like that's I feel it wasn't even about what to eat. It was how to eat for you. Mm-hmm. That you need to be alone in doing that. And I think that that's true because how many times you're when you are eating, um, like you you're very much like, well, I have to do this right here. Like, you can't multitask and eat. I get so irritated with you. I'm like, no, come on, let's let's walk here and do this, or let's let's bring it in here and watch oh TV and do this. Yeah. You're like, when you're eating, you're just eating. Like you're zeroed in on that, and you can't do anything else. Right. And I'm like, I was like, holy shit, this is blowing my mind right now. <laughs> yeah. No, I I have my meal. I need to eat my meal. Yeah. And then I'll go clean up and put it away because yeah. I don't want to have it there. And you're like. I'm going to finish the rest of this in a little bit. And I'm like, you don't, yeah, you, and you don't really like, but even at the, even at the table where we're eating as a family (laughs) and I think I know that Nathan's the same way as me, like talking is okay, but at the same time, it's distracting for me when I'm eating, like trying to have a conversation and and do that. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to eat. Everybody just shut up and eat my meal. And then I can sit here for a few and we can talk. But while I'm eating. When you are eating, you are in to eating. Yeah. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) It's very different. I don't. So I I think, I don't know. There's something to this natal chart shit. I guess so. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't, I just, I'm very, I mean, I just saw meat and potatoes kind of girl. Like don't, you're just, and you're not like, I don't like crazy, crazy stuff, but I like to mix it up. I like some variety. I want, I want to try different things. I'm willing, mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to say I'll try out anything once because I, I don't think I would. Um, there's plenty of things, especially at this age where it's like, screw that. I'm not, why would I want to eat, right. you know, bugs or something like that? I just, where some people, oh, I'll give it a try. It's, uh, yeah, you know. Like no. you and your oysters. Yeah. Wait, was that oysters? Was oysters. When we were in Boston? Yeah. It wasn't Boston though, was it? It was, no, um, it was, it was um, Cape, Cape Cod. Cod. It was Cape Cod. Yeah. Yeah. We had to, we had to try the oysters. We had to try it just yeah. to be cool. Mm-hmm. We did it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to break down the psychology of that. Mm-hmm. I think lots of people do that. I know, and I wanted to break down the psychology. I'm like, what? I'm like, there's the only reason why you want to do this is because of the hype around it, right. not because you're act and you want to feel like you're exotic and sophisticated. Like I went into this whole thing and I wanted to argue with you about it. Yeah, and I don't think that your did and, and you and you you and your kids did it, and me and my kids did not. Kids and like, nope, everybody's not like dry heaving over there. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that you guys are so cool though. You guys are. You guys are sophisticated. Yeah, the the, te- the texture <laughs> is not for me. I that was. You know, I, just remember I, I don't Nathan know. I just gagging. He's like, "No, it's good. It was good." I'm like, "Sure." Yeah. No, I think Nick was fine with it, but I think Nathan was definitely playing that role for sure. That was. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure where I. You know, I'll go back to like about the, the first time you had beer you know or, or mm-hmm. alcohol of any kind the mm-hmm. first you take your first sip of beer and it's like oh my god that's disgusting yeah and and it is and 
now, but it's not. I mean, that's all. So what changes in that? Is it? Because of the way it makes you feel. Oysters don't make you feel right. a certain way. Well, I don't maybe know. They, maybe they do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. The first time I had beer, I had to water it down with Pepsi. That's how terrible it was for me. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> uh, Sounds disgusting. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, I don't know where we're going with that. Are we done here today? Are we done here with this conversation? Yeah, I guess. Do you have anything that you want to bring up talk about was there anything that you wanted to cover today it's the second um, day of the new year and i don't think so i think no. i think maybe for another episode okay i think if anything i'd want to talk about would be so off topic and this is i mean we're already how far we're, we're 40. in 44 minutes so yeah. why don't we why don't we just wrap it up and save it for another conversation all right i'm okay. good with that all right i love you i love you too